0: The Houston Astros beat the Cleveland Guardians 7-3. J.P. France, a solid game. Yordan bombs happen. And where is J.V. going to land? Is it going to be 2017 all over again at the trade deadline? Let's talk about this on tonight's Locked on Astros. Alvarez it's a high drive center field. Beer back. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Eisman and Brett H Town Wheelhouse Chancey.
1: We are Locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You find me on Twitter at Eric EricTalkStrohs. You find the show at Locked on Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can you find you at?
0: They can find me at H10 Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive. I would love a JV reunion. Always Strohs. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your
1: first listen every day. We've had a lot of people listening and watching us on YouTube. Go and subscribe to us. Go and give us a big fat thumbs up. And go and become an everydayer on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check out the Locked on Astros podcast. And don't forget, if you need tickets to a game, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code MLB for $20 off your first purchase last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And the Astros are guaranteed a great pitching effort every time JP France goes to the mound right now. It just it seems like he's doing a great job. It was 2 to nothing at one point, then the offense finally came around and started scoring. Uh there's a flurry of trades today. Uh it seems like the Mariners are selling And so I guess they're waving the the white flag and saying, yeah, we're done. We're done. We'll go ahead ahead and join the A's at the bottom. Uh, (laughs) There's been a lot of um, increase in the Justin Verlander talk. I think that it's been rejuvenated. So we'll talk about that. And there's also been some rotation news. Somebody's going to be pushed back in the rotation and somebody should be joining the rotation Pretty soon, and the Astros did claim somebody off waivers, so uh, we'll talk about that as well in this edition of, of the Locked On Astros podcast. But this game was definitely much better uh, than than we what we saw on Sunday because that game Sunday was just a disaster. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it's what caused Brandon Belak to get sent down to AAA, but I'm sure it didn't help his resume.
0: Yeah, it didn't, and it's really. More of a, I think that Arcidi going to slide into that role as well once he gets brought back up. But you you had to get some bullpen help in here, and that's what they're doing. I just look Be Like is so up and down. Be Like hasn't been terrible. He, he hasn't been great, but he's. I mean, he started July really well, and then he just slowly has just kind of digressed. Um, What was that comment up there? Tell them to get, Hey Astros get Verlander because lights out production company USA said, look, here's the deal. Um, JP France, I think, you know, it's funny. You put JP France, the legend. I like to think of JP France, the possible rookie of the year candidate because Eric, he's Eric, he's pitching better than just about any rookie pitcher in major league baseball. And I'm not saying he's going to win rookie of the year, but if he's not in the conversation, if he doesn't receive some nominations or first, second, third place, if he does not receive votes at the end of the season, it would be absolutely criminal because of what he has been able to do this season. And and I mean, look what he went seven innings today. He only allowed two runs. He did give up seven hits, but only two walks, six strikeouts. He has a 2.85 ERA in 91 and two-thirds innings. right? That is an amazing year for a rookie, for a guy that was not expected to be a part of this pitching staff because we didn't know that Luis Garcia would go down. We didn't know that Jose Arquiti would go down. We didn't know that Lance was going to be out for the year. And so J.P. France, just because they had horses in the barn, we didn't think would be a part of it not because of performance or lack thereof. He's been performing. He has been named minor league pitcher of the year before with the Astros. And so he's just proving out what he did his time coming up through the system six years with the Astros. I love it.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people would say that Josh Young with the Rangers is probably going to win a rookie year. Um, He's batting 272 with 20 home runs, 61 RBIs, has an 801 OPS, he scored 65 runs. Uh, he's he playing great defense, so I think that he's going to get a lot of votes. There's some uh, players on the Orioles that'll probably get some votes. Oh, yeah. I, I would have said earlier in the season I thought Hunter Brown probably had a good shot, but I don't think that's the same Hunter case Brown either. was that guy,
0: right? Hunter Brown was that guy, and and I, I was calling for him to be to finish in the top ten for Rookie of the Year. Right. But if JP France doesn't, then so, something is seriously biased. Against this team because he deserves. I'm just saying, again, I'm not saying he deserves the rookie of the year, but he definitely better get a lot of votes.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, definitely something to consider as the Astros look ahead. Um, that's um, something that the Astros need to consider at the trade deadline. Do they need to go up there and decide, uh, do they need to go out there and trade, make another trade? So we'll see what happens there. So if you're looking at what they did today, they scored a lot of runs late and it was a great game. Uh, Alvarez uh, had the go-ahead home run. You had Altuve with uh, three walks and two stolen bases. I think it's just – It's just something that uh, was definitely a – I think it's the first time he's ever done that. And um, so, basically, the offense was pretty good today. Uh, I know that, overall, the offense has been kind of hit or miss recently. But um, I think that if you're looking at the trade deadline, they don't need to go out and possibly get out. Uh, What did Ari Alexander just say about Verlander I'm seeing in the – comments so.
0: Ari Alexander about Justin Verlander um, no. I don't know but um, I will I will tell you this about Justin Verlander since we're talking about him about 40 minutes prior to us recording a Martino said that Justin Verlander is not driving the bus here regarding the, his his no trade clause and it's fully the Mets decision if they trade him. Also, he says the Dodgers interest has been overstated. And here's that the Houston Astros have enough to entice the Mets. And I put on, I, I responded to that tweet and I was like, With the no trade clause, isn't Justin Verlander, the driver. Abram Abramson, um, Adam A- Abramson said, for clarification, he said at the end he is driving the bus regarding destination, but not, not driving the bus, whether the Mets trade him or not. So it's not up to him whether he gets traded. Like, he's like, I've waived my no trade clause. I'll go to Houston. Okay. It's now up to the Mets for the Mets to make the decision. Now, for Ari Alexander, I don't know. I would have to look. I can look him up real quick um, because I do follow him, and he, um, I did have him on the show um, this summer. I'm sure he has a thread on Verlander two minutes ago. Yes, the Astros are in on him. The Dodgers have, have been as well. The Mets ask is expected to be high, I'm told. One of the top hitting prospects plus one of the top pitching prospects as part of the framework, the money to be paid to pay his contract down is a factor. Um, hold on, there's more. The Dodgers can likely absorb more money than the Astros, and their system is stronger. So here's here's the finals. 17 ish million left in 2023, right. 43 million in 24. 35 vesting option of 25 potentially 95 million in money to discuss. There are a lot of factors that would make this a difficult deal to get done for the Astros. So, there's a lot of this is there's a lot of cobwebs. There are a lot of things to filter through. I still think at the end of the day if they say top hitting prospect and top pitching prospect, that's either Aragetti or Brown. That's right. Drew Gilbert. Um could be Pedro Leone. Um, I don't know. Uh, could be Joey Luperfito. Could be Shea Whitcomb. I don't know. But Drew Gilbert is the first one that comes to mind. Shea Whitcomb is the second one that comes to mind. Um, Pedro Leone, you know, he hit, hits a lot of home runs. So what are the Astros willing to give up? And here, look, I, I saw James Christopher at the game, I actually met him in person from the Let's Get Two podcast. And he said, I still like. I don't mind trading someone like a Gilbert because he's still a prospect. He's already had two injuries. You don't know what Drew Gilbert's going to do. You know what you have in Verlander. He does have the rebuilt elbow, so he does pretty much pitching on a younger elbow per se because of the surgery he had. And you know what you're getting when you get him. So, look, I think there's pros and cons to all of this, Eric. We just don't know. I mean, it's it's a guessing game. Nobody knows. Nobody has an inside insiders take. Um, apparently, even the news guys don't. So, if someone tells you they know something, they probably don't know something.
1: Yeah, I think that Dana Brown is kind of keeping everything to his chest. And like we've been talking about everything we've been hearing about, it's probably just um, GM talk. They're just they're not going to come out and say, well, this is exactly what we're going to do. So they've mentioned that they're going after another reliever. So we don't really know what's exactly going on. So I think uh, what we're going to talk about in a second is who is controlling this JV talk. Is it Dana Brown or is it somebody above Dana Brown? So that's something we'll talk about in a little bit, but if you need tickets to a game, go and check out um, game time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Game time is one of our title sponsors and we want to make sure that you get to the game quickly. You don't have to plan months in advance. Why? Because game time has flash deals that make last minute tickets easy to find. You can buy tickets of every kind to any event, Whether it's theater, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, it doesn't matter. They have flash deals. The game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% the difference. You will get images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps in your set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. So, no, so you never need to dig through your email. I have used this service personally. I have done it literally walking up to Minute Maid Park, and I promise you, I got a great deal. I was able to sit really close at a really good price, and it ended up being a great game to top it off. So, snag tickets today without the stress with the Game Time app. Create an account and make sure that when you purchase, these tickets that you redeem the code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And remember, the Astros play the Guardians again on Tuesday night, 7 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros.
1: All right. So the Astros um, are looking at possibly reacquiring Justin Verlander. So the question is um, who really wants Justin Verlander? Is it Dana Brown or is it Jim Crane? And uh, definitely, if you're looking at uh, what the Astros can do, uh, you're looking at uh, taking on a lot of money. And so if you maybe giving up a lesser prospect, you can possibly take on more of the money. But the whole point the Astros didn't bring back Justin Verlander in the first place was because of that. It's just a decision that Dana Brown is trying to make, and uh, we'll see who's really controlling things because we know that Jim Crane has that relationship, and I don't know what the decision is going to be here. And uh, I know that the Astros want to save some of the arms, not just J.P. France, but also um, Hunter Brown there.
0: I have been tweeting all day about the relationship between Justin Verlander and the cranes. Okay. I've chronicled on this show from the time I met Wendy and Jim Crane a couple of seasons ago, talked with them about Ben Verlander. They spoke really highly of Ben when I met the, when I met Justin's parents, they both spoke very highly of Jim Crane. There's not been a whole lot of talk on Twitter about this. And so Hector Gomez says this, um, Verlander's um, relationship with the Astros over Jim Crane. Owner Jim Crane could be the key factor in Verlander deciding on the Astros over the Dodgers, right. even though the Dodgers have much more talent in their farm system. And so it's it's just one of those things where I think that the writing's on the wall. And I will be surprised if Justin Verlander goes to any other team, especially the Dodgers, instead of going to the Astros because of that relationship. And I've, I've chronicled that, and I've actually been talking about that all day. Um, and H- Hector Gomez does get a lot of things wrong, but I can tell you Hector Gomez gets this right because I've literally talked to the Cranes and the Verlanders about this very situation. So it, that is a substantial point to make. And I think that is really the driving force in them saying, well, look, JV really wants to be there. So thoughts by Dusty.
1: All right. So this was before the game. Dusty Baker, when asked about what was it wasn't like seeing the Rangers and all the other teams go out and make all these big acquisitions, and he said it's a little bit disheartening, and he just hope his guys don't get disheartened by it right now. only thing he could do is just go out there and play. And he just seemed like uh, they, I think the team probably wants a big move, but he also said, I know a lot of the guys, they don't want to be traded. Like I know the name Chaz McCormick has been thrown uh, around a little bit. So uh, Chaz doesn't want to go anywhere. You don't want to see somebody like Hunter Brown or one of those guys. Dana Brown's not just looking at this as well and so it's right. a situation where um i i don't know what's going to happen this is the first trade deadline where i'm like i really don't understand what's going to happen because we know we've heard dana brown say they want another reliever are they going to go out and get another reliever paul seawald is gone uh, he's now with the right. diamondbacks and uh josh rojas is now going to be with the the Mariners. so um but there's a uh, not that many good relievers out there. You got Eduardo Rodriguez and uh, Michael Lorenzen with the Tigers still. You have Jack Flaherty. There's still some names out there that people go after.
0: There are a lot of names that that we because the Justin Verlander thing has pretty much absorbed all the conversation in the room. Like like Justin Verlander literally took all the oxygen out of the room and the Lorenzen and all these other storylines have pretty much on life support because nobody's talking about them. Why? Because JV the big headliner, right? I was talking about this in a spaces on the way to the game um, about the comment that you just read from dusty. Um, it is a little interest. It is interesting that, that dusty would come out and say this. It reminded me in 2017, before they announced the Justin Verlander trade, Do you remember Dallas Keuchel saying in the clubhouse, like, they just apparently don't want us to improve and get better. They're just not really going after like right. like Dallas Keuchel was very I remember Billy Wagner
1: saying something like that too. He was like, I'm really disappointed that um that Drain McClain didn't go out. I don't think he said names. Right. But,
0: but but to hear Dusty say it, look, sometimes I think Dusty's messaging gets lost in the I think he tries to overexplain things. I didn't necessarily have a problem with Dusty saying this, to be quite honest. The reason why I didn't have a problem with it is because Dusty had to say that because he's been saying all along, we need a starting pitcher. And so Dusty is at this age where he really doesn't care what people think about what he says. He has enough change in his pocket. He's been there long enough. And and so it didn't bother me as much as if it was a Bregman or a Tucker or an Altuve saying it like a team leader. And so what I think the Astros also need to do going forward the rest of this year, it just like the other day with the Diaz comments. And we talked about this, just say Diaz is off. He has a different routine when he's as an off day versus when he's on, he was scheduled to be off and he wasn't prepared to play. That's why he's not in the lineup and leave it at that. That way you're not – you don't sound like you're spinning something. That way it doesn't sound like you're making excuses. There was even an article that Chandler Rome came out with, and Dusty Baker was trying to compare the batting averages and the home runs of Diaz and Maldonado showing how similar they were. And I was like, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Just tell him he's not playing today. Just leave it at that, you know. Um, but this is definitely going to be – I mean, I don't know if it'll go into midnight tonight, our time, but we're going to be hearing about this. And we may not hear something until after the trade deadline is up because it right. will take time for stuff to get down the pike.
1: Especially with, at, with as complicated as the JV contract would be. So um, I, I asked the, uh, the chat room before you came in, Brett, and... Uh, I don't want to scroll all the way back up and look, but if y'all want to go ahead and type that back in, since we have 267 people uh, watching live, uh, let's just go ahead and uh, what's the over-under of trades that will happen by the Astros tomorrow? Is it going to be uh, plus or minus one? Over-under, uh, I, guess. I guess I should I say. Guess,
0: I guess I, I, I think yeah. at least one gets done. So okay. I guess the over, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I don't know what other trade is going to be out there. Um, but this this is what's interesting. <laughs> Seattle, you know, CS Rise, I think their new slogan is "CS next season or see you next season. No, not even because next pretty season. Much... They're, they're trading everybody. <laughs> see, <right? laughs> see you next year. <laughs> Sorry. Look, these clubs are also posturing for next year for Shohei Otani. That's what some of these clubs are doing. And I, and I want to say this. In the National League, I believe – that the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to be very tough contenders for the Braves. They are making moves and I really think that they are really out there to go out there and win something. So don't be surprised if the Diamondbacks end up in the, in the um, NLCS fighting against the Braves for a world series spot.
1: Yes. Uh, so I I hope to see that. And I, the next time JV, pitches and we can't actually go to a game the best place to actually watch the game would probably be hooters uh, because hooters makes you happy and watching jv eating some wings and having good brew that's that's <laughs> the best way to watch baseball right
0: yeah that's right hooters no matter where you are in the houston area you could be in galveston you can be in Pearland, you can be in sugarland you could be um and you could be in Kima. i mean no matter where you drive in houston there is a hooters even out in Katy. And if your buddies need a place to hang out, watch the game. You can even watch UFC fights, watch other sports. It's fun to watch. We love the chicken tenders. We love the teriyaki sauce. We love the honey chipotle. I mean, there are so many flavors to choose from. And I want you to know that on Mondays, you can get buy one, get one wings. Tuesday, $9.99 burgers and fries. Wednesday, buy one, get one boneless wings. Thursday, $19.99 Wings and Big Daddy Bundle. Friday, $19.83 Crab Lake. Saturday and Sunday, kids eat free. They also, all the time, anytime, $3 Blue Moon Drafts or $9.99 Mick Ultra Pitchers. No matter the occasion, Hooters is ready to make you happy. Um, you can go to the NASA store. They have a cookout coming August 5th August fifth, called Ain't No Thing But a Chicken Wing. Check it out. Register your cook team. And then go hang out with them if they have tickets left in Section 133 to the Ditch Day Bus trip on the 24th of August. That's right, versus the Red Sox. They have tickets probably still available. Check them out and make sure when you go to Hooters, tell them that Locked On Astros sent you. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. And the Astros do play the Guardians Tuesday, seven ten p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros. Hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. Who knows? Maybe they'll be talking about Justin Verlander coming back to Houston. I will tell you this, Eric. I did tell my son on the way home because I picked him up from the gym on the way home from the game. And I said, I want to be in Minute Park if Justin Verlander returns, because that crowd is going to be nuts. His first start back in an Astros uniform, he could get his 251st win as a Houston Astro. And so, but there's a team that I'm surprised we haven't heard more about. And someone just mentioned it, Baltimore. Baltimore seems to me like a prime landing spot for the Mets to go, hmm, y'all got a lot of prospects. And Steve Cohen himself said, we're going to throw money at this and we're going to go for it this year. And if it doesn't work, we're going to make sure we reload right. our farm system. So that's what they're doing.
1: Yeah. And uh, so you wonder if um, possibly if um, a team taking on Justin Verlander if they take on somebody like Starling Marte or something, cause his contract is pretty high. And so they will be like, Hey, you want to kill two birds with one stone and go ahead and take uh, this other big contract. Then we won't uh, take that big prospects off you. But uh, I, it depends on how big a rebuild they want to do. So I know they, they don't want to call it rebuild. They just want to call it a restructuring, something like that. So uh, definitely something that, uh, the Astros just have to look at is how much money do they want to take on? And uh, speaking of which, Jose Arquiti has said that he has made his last rehab appearance. And so he will be joining the rotation at some point. Dusty Baker did say today that they are going to push Christian Javier back a day uh, because he responded well, the extra day rest last time. So he will be pitching Thursday instead of Wednesday at Yankee stadium. So we all remember what he can do at Yankee stadium so uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Brandon Belak was optioned down to AAA. Matt Gage is up. So the, the Astros also claimed Jake Cousins off waivers from Brewers. Blake Taylor was designated for assignment. So uh, that's basically some of the roster moves. So Blake Taylor, your time with the Astros was longer but not really a lot happened. uh maybe he clears waivers and can go back down to triple a and kind of works on things but uh i think that maybe this is why we need the six-man rotation but the question is who starts wednesday's game it's too early for urquidy because he just started sunday so they'll po- possibly have to bring somebody up from triple a to do that so uh we'll see
0: yeah definitely and um Look, I, I mean these moves were just kind of part of what was going on. Everybody's freaking out. Look, everybody was freaking out too whenever Chaz McCormick was not in the lineup today. They're like, oh, why is he not in the lineup? I'm like, stop, stop reading into everything that this club does. Everything's not about a trade with Justin Verlander. I don't think Chaz is going anywhere. Um, when they did when I did see that move though today, Eric, I was like, Okay, this is not the splash people were wanting. <laughs> of course, everybody probably hyper-reacted to that. That was that was rather entertaining. But I really wonder if talks are completely dead with these other clubs, with Lorenz and with these guys, with, with um, Eduardo Rodriguez. If maybe they're trying to make a last-ditch effort, maybe they have something maybe simmering with these other clubs. Right. But we're only getting the J.B. news. So who knows? Uh, it's, it's not over.
1: The only problem with Eduardo Rodriguez is he has an opt out after this season. So you can be, mm. he could be rental. You have him for either two years or only one year. So it's a bad situation with him. So um, you can, as part of a trade, say, go ahead and opt in to your or whatever, but we'll see what happens. But I think that there's not, A lot of quality starters out there. Marcus Stroman, I think, is off the market. Uh, I saw somebody mention Marcus Stroman earlier, but uh, the Cubs have actually acquired somebody, so they're not going to. Cubs
0: are not selling. The Cubs Cubs are not not... selling. Oh, I saw
1: somebody mention Josh Hader. Uh, Josh Hader is probably staying because the price for uh, Hader is too high, and the Padres are also winning as well. So, um, yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you good? <laughs> that's okay. Don't worry about it. You need to you need to let this guy go. Um basically the Cubs are making a playoff push. The the um the Diamondbacks are making a playoff push. This market is hotter than a firecracker. It has been hotter than I've seen it. And and, and that's what the expanded playoffs brings to baseball and I think it's good for baseball. Because now you have more clubs. You have the you have the Reds. Like who would have thought at the beginning of the year that the Reds would be making acquisitions? That Ellie De La Cruz, someone like him, would come up and, and just completely own Major League Baseball. Did you hear what he said about L.A. No, he had he had like three hits, three or four hits in L.A. He actually is he actually said he was he's from L.A. originally, and he said L.A. is my city. He said it in English, this is my city. I was like, dang, because they were they were chanting overrated when he, like, like, right, like right before you hit a home run. But the Reds are trying to make a move. The National League is going to be interesting. The, the American League West is going to be interesting. And I think it would be really cool to see Verlander versus Scherzer in an ALDS game or an ALCS game versus the Rangers. I wouldn't be afraid of that competition. I would love it.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to face the best if the the Astros do need to make it to the playoffs. And Jake Cousins is somebody who has had a um, good seasons the past two seasons. He's got a career uh, 3.08 ERA uh, with a strikeout uh, per nine innings of 12.3. He's having a down season. He's got a 4.82 ERA in nine games and um, 9.1 innings pitch. Granted, he only has 52.2 innings, career innings in three seasons. So uh, he doesn't have a lot of experience, but this is a guy that you're just, uh, in case you need somebody down the stretch, he's just there. So, uh, But who knows if, if you make a, a trade deadline acquisition, like you go out and get another reliever or something like that. Uh, we'll see. But um, to address the Juan Soto stuff, I just don't think the – I don't know where the Juan Soto stuff to Houston is starting. I know Vegas has some stuff. Well,
0: Vegas – so, Bet Online, BetOnline.ag, one of the many bookies out there, they're not even a current sponsor of ours, but they mentioned the Astros as, like, the second most likely place for Juan Soto. I was like, eh, I think y'all are just making crap up now because I have not heard that at all. (laughs) And then, of course, you got people fake tweeting – Jim Crane called Dana Brown to ask him if he knew that Juan Soto was only 24 years old or something like that.
1: Oh, did (laughs) you see that during the broadcast today that Dana Brown was texting somebody? And so everybody, yes. And so like Brandon and I were on a streak in orange and we're like, Oh, I think he's doing a calculations for a Verlander's contract. Well, 30% of 43 million. would be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had a a good, I had a good friend of mine um, on um, Twitter, Corey. He had a he had a great he had a great take on take on this uh, on this joke. Um, he was like he basically was like let him cook. You know he goes this, this is what he said. He made a he made a graphic of Dana Brown and it's supposed to supposed to be Billy Billy Epler who's the uh, GM for the Mets. And he says so this is supposed to be Dana Brown on God Whitley is healthy. Have you heard about Corey Jolts? And then Billy goes lose this number and then he goes run me Verlander. <laughs> So, yeah, there's now I don't know if he made that, but that looks like a graphic he would make. And then he just tweeted, let him cook. I love it. Absolutely love it.
1: All right, so um, you have Gavin Williams on the mound for the Guardians tomorrow. He's one and two with 3.35 ERA. From Valdez is on the mound uh, for the Astros, eight and seven with a 3.29 ERA. Uh, But I think all the focus is going to be on the um, trade deadline. What's Dana Brown going to do? Are they going to go ahead and go after? Uh, Justin Verlander are they going to go after somebody else but you know the Astros have got to at least respond in some way to the moves the Rangers make so uh, we will be doing some type of show at some point tomorrow uh, definitely to talk about the trades because uh, I know there will be either talking about what trades they made or if they s- stayed pat so any closing thoughts Brett
0: Well, Mr. Corona said it best. He can't wait to see me pitching game one of the World Series. I can't either. No, I would love to throw out the first pitch if we have home field advantage game one of the World Series. That would be fun. But I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I think that we still get Justin Verlander. I'm I'm more positive than negative on it. But I'm always positive, always Strohs. Hey, I'm H-Town Wellhouse with Locked on Astros. He is Eric, the man Heisman. Find him at Eric EricTalkStrohs on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel and become an everyday or give us a like on every episode you watch. And remember, we are your team every day. Go Strohs! Diaz better be starting tomorrow. And the day after that. And the day after that.
1: Alright, let it go. Let it go. In let the Dusty day after do that job. Let Dusty do a job.